are listening to the Strong Towers Podcast, a podcast where all topics are on the table, from brotherhood and faith, culture and wisdom. So pull up a chair and join us as we talk about the things that build us up and make us strong. Welcome back to another Strong Towers Podcast. I am your host, Tom, and with me is John, and tonight we get to talk about play so (laughs) last week if you were with us we talked about uh just the idea of being able to get outside not necessarily task oriented but uh, just to reorient ourselves to the reality that um there's just something about nature that that speaks to us and and is healing and um and so i feel like this conversation kind of uh naturally piggybacks on that one um but we had the chance uh, just a, a couple of weekends ago uh, to go with our uh, regular group of guys out and we had uh, rented a, a house and uh, really just just to play. Uh, honestly, the stated purpose of, of the trip was it was the first weekend of March Madness and let's watch a whole lot of basketball, which we did. Um, but we were talking about just how frequently during the weekend it was let's play this game of horse let's go outside uh you know play in the yard uh, we ended up playing football with a dodgeball because no one thought to bring a football <laughs> apparently um you know, but just to go out and do things to have fun just for the sake of having fun um and uh i just had brought up the contrast that is to our normal every day, right? That, um, I was, uh, until John brought up that trip, I was racking my brain to think of a place where <laughs> I play just to play, that there is no other stated purpose besides having fun, right? And, uh, and how we have to actually be intentional about getting that in or it just passes us by right yeah yeah and this is you know so so the whole idea for this episode was to contrast the way that we approach work and the way that we approach play and you're right tom i mean other than that most recent weekend away to watch the tournament and you know the the house that we rented it had a pool table it had a ping pong table um and one of our friends brought one of those little like plastic hoops that you can hook over the door. And that's how we played horse. Like it, it wasn't out in the driveway with an actual sized hoop and an actual size basketball. It was like, it was kid level play. And, and it was just, it was fun. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't the, we have to do something to entertain ourselves, but it was, we've intentionally cut off work right we've, we've gone away i brought my laptop i was the one sucker that had to do work <laughs> everybody else did a really good job of just holding off on that and and so there were just moments where we looked at each other and we went let's do something let's do something fun because there's nothing else we have to do and it was fun it it was and again, there's there's always the tension, right? There's always the balance between 
um, you know, juvenile, immature, inappropriate, you know, like adults trying to relive their youth sort of glory days kind of thing. But the actual necessity and goodness of play, of it doesn't have to be productive and it doesn't have to be efficient and it doesn't have to be because you're helping your kids cultivate their skills. It was just, let's do something fun for no other reason than because it's fun. And it was fun to play horse with a little toy basketball and a little toy (laughs) basketball hoop and the ridiculousness that ensued, most of which was wildly unsuccessful. (laughs) Um, And so the laughter that that generated um, and then just, you know, the moments of camaraderie and celebration when somebody's ridiculousness actually resulted in success. Um, and the same with with pool. I mean, none of us are accomplished billiards players. And so playing eight ball or nine ball or team play or or whatever the case was. And again, some of the ridiculous shots that were attempted and that either were successful or horribly, horribly not. And it was just fun. And, and you're right, Tom. Like As I stop and think, I don't remember the last time that I carved out that much space for play, for fun, mm-hmm. that didn't have an ulterior motive to it. Yeah, and so I guess the, the bigger picture for the episode was, and I've heard this uh, quote applied to um, time with family and stuff as well. And so I, I don't know where, what the actual origin of this is, but, uh, you know, looking back on your life, nobody wishes that they had worked more. Right. And yet we'd work an awful lot and have to actually work to make time to play and enjoy. And I guess for me, one of the things that I was thinking about with this episode is, uh, there is, there is definitely a real tension of, but I do have to work. Yeah. Right. I I do have an occupation and I do have expectations on me in that space. And so I do have to work. And so this is not a, uh, you know, go do what you love podcast. Um, because like you said, it, it was really play for the joy. It was pl- not play for productivity. It was not play to, to, you know, find success in a new area. It was not play to improve my performance or, you know, or anything like that. It was just to have a blast. Um, <clears throat> and so, there is a place that work has to play in, in that a role that work has to have, um, in our lives. And so I have that tension of, well, but I do need to work. And also, yes, I don't want to like get to the end of my life and realize, man, I should have just played more. I should have had more fun. I should have been a more fun person, uh, you know, um, and so there, there is a, a, a tension there that I, I have not been landing on, on the good side of it, I don't think, um, because it's also easy in that tension to say, well, I'll, you know, I'll play more when X happens. 
right? It's a busy season at work, so I'll play more when this season is over, or there's a lot going on with the family right now, and so I'll play more mm-hmm. when whatever. And then there's always the next deadline or the next whatever, and we never get to play. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's so inconvenient. <laughs> there's there's never a good time for it because there's always more work to do. And and I think it because it becomes one of those false positive things. That the more that I work, the more that I'm convinced that I don't have time mm. to do anything other than work because there's just so much of it, right? That stupid inbox just th- there's no day where it, you know, it trickles down on its own. Right. And, you know, even with that weekend away and I took my laptop and I did, I, I had a zoom call that I had to take and I had something that I needed to finish writing. And there was even a pull there to, all right, well, let me see what else I can knock out while I'm here. And I, it took everything in me to keep closing the lid of that laptop and be like, no, it, it'll be there when I get back. And I may be a little annoyed when I get back and it's still there. But if I do it now, when I get back, there's going to be something else there, right? That, that to-do list is just, it's not going to stop getting filled up with the next thing. And if I'm not, if I'm not intentional about doing things that are good for me, and if I'm not intentional about doing them often enough that I remember that they're good for me, um, yeah, you know, honestly, the I think the third day that we were there. So we went up on a Friday. We were there all day Saturday, all day Sunday, and came back early Monday morning. By Sunday, I remember looking around at the other people that were there and wondering if we had reached sort of critical mass for play, if we were just tapped out because it was starting to feel frivolous. And then not long after I had that thought, one of the other guys looked up and was like, hey, you want to play ping pong? And I was like, absolutely. I do." <laughs> and we got up and we had probably the best game of ping pong that we had played throughout the entirety of the weekend. And I laughed more than I had at any other point playing ping pong in the weekend. And I finished it going, I am so glad that we did that. Because my in, my internal temptation was to start thinking, you know, maybe we should have not stayed through Sunday night. Maybe we should have just called it good and gone home. Like, you know, we probably could have cut it short and still had a decent time. And I am so glad that there were a couple more moments like that to remind me of that this is not a diminishing resource. But I've so often treated it like one that I only need a little bit. And I don't really have time for more than a little bit. And you're right. There, there's a place where that can skew into irresponsibility because there's there are things that need to be done. Um, but I think I have so often overestimated the things that need to be done and underestimated the effect, the, the tangible effect and the effect that I don't even necessarily notice in the moment that times like that have. And then the realization of, man, if I just did that a few times a year, that would not seriously disrupt the work. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't seriously disrupt the productivity. It wouldn't seriously disrupt the efficiency. And in fact, it might actually improve it because I'm so much better for it. But I don't remember that until I'm in it. Until, I'm, until I've am until i carved out the time for it and then actually started doing it. That's when I remember. Yeah. And that's hard. That's a hard place to get to. 
it is, and I feel like it's one of those things um, where we're almost uncomfortable getting to a place where we recognize that we're enjoying it, right? Like it, it takes us effort just to realize that I like this and it's good for me. And, um, you know, people say that about vacation, right? Like you can't go on, on like a long weekend vacation because you, you didn't actually get into vacation mode. Yeah. And those first couple days is still like the disconnect unwind drop everything that you, that you were carrying from work and the week before and all of that. Um, to actually get to, you know, maybe day three that you're actually kind of like feeling the vacation vibes and have slowed mm-hmm. down enough to enjoy. Um, and, and I think play is like that uh, in a lot of ways, right? Because we do uh, often on a Tuesday night, we'll start with a game of horse or, you know, and but it kind of becomes the, yeah, we're going to, we're going to sit, we're going to take, you know, the first 15, 20 minutes just have fun with each other and then we'll get into what we're going to get into. And, uh, you know, the, the quote unquote real purpose for our evening together. Um, and we just kind of, we go past the fun part and don't realize all of the benefits that that has of we're doing something together. We're laughing, we're bonding, you know, even the, the endorphin hit, you know, from having fun, um, changes the mood of the evening and um you know we don't take the time to recognize those impacts um and and i'm just wondering you know you'd mentioned doing this a couple times a year wouldn't really impact our our productivity and the stuff that we need to get done and our, our other responsibilities but i'm wondering how do we do it more often right like how does this become something that we allow ourselves on a fairly frequent basis mm-hmm. and actually realize that that's what we're doing right? and understand, yeah, I'm doing this just because it's fun, just because I want to have a good time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you, you almost have to recondition yourself because, you know, when we hang out with, with you and Liz and the kids, or we hang out with, you know, some of the other guys and their families, the expression I hear so often is, you know, we'll finish up having dinner together. All right, kids go play. Like it's daily. Yeah. And it's a command. (laughs) (laughs) Go play. And granted, you know, some of that is the adults want their time together to have conversation, but some of it is, it's a really good thing to go do. Right. It's, it's beneficial and restorative and instructive and helpful in all kinds of ways. And somewhere along the way, we lost that to where, like you said, I'm not thinking about how can I build this in three or four times a year instead of what, where did I try to play just for the sake of play today? And where can I maybe do that tomorrow? Right. And then also do it the next day. And again, not in a way that promotes just rampant irresponsibility, but a very healthy, natural rhythm of, I don't have 
to be serious all the time. Because you were talking about our Tuesday nights, you know, when our guys get together and there's like 15 to 30 minutes of we'll play horse in somebody's basement on a little toy hoop with a little toy ball. I'm amazed at how often my internal wiring goes, this is such a waste of time. We have serious conversations to have tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And like still, after all this time, that is so often my internal response to play is, this is stupid. We have serious stuff to do. And just how often, thankfully, I get pulled up short by the reminder of, and usually it takes a couple minutes for me to enter into it to, to get past my... You know, I'm, I'm the cool, mature person who's, you know, who doesn't need this anymore. And then lo and behold, like five minutes in, it's like, I'm so glad we're doing this. This is just, this is a blast. And again, I, I don't know what everybody else's internal reality is like or the external demands, but I think that might be one of the pressures and one of the resistors and one of the obstacles to overcome is at some point it just feels like we've gotten too mature for play and to rediscover what that can look like within a context that is both comfortable enough to engage in regularly, but uncomfortable enough that it actually does us some good. Yeah. Yeah. We've somehow we've, we've come to the conclusion that we needed to outgrow play Mm -hmm. right? that at, at some point in our development, we didn't need it anymore. Yeah, I don't need to play. I don't need to have fun. Um, and you're right. It, it's interesting because it's it is the most natural thing to kids, right? You yeah. you put a bunch of kids in a room, and they're gonna figure out some game that they can play. It doesn't matter what equipment they have or anything like that. They'll they'll figure out some game with some story, and and they'll go for it. Um, and we just we've lost that somewhere right and now there's there's entire industries around getting grown-ups to (laughs) to (laughs) play right so obviously we're missing something because lots of people are making money off of trying to get us to play at least semi-frequently yeah yeah the 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 bar dart leagues and the axe throwing and mm-hmm. now this archery dodgeball thing that I've seen like there's <laughs> you're right like it's I don't I don't know what the uh what the income earnings are on that but it's you know top golf right that that's not golf that's play right right and yeah it's just it almost feels like we we need it to be adulted up a little bit to give ourselves permission to go do it, which really just means I need to be willing to spend ridiculous amounts of money in order to justify <laughs> doing something that I could probably do for free somewhere else. Right. But, I have an yeah, axe it, and a wood pile. I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it almost does require that level of intentionality that I'm willing, I'm willing to go somewhere and pay for it mm-hmm. in order to make it a part of my day if that's what it takes. Yeah. It's good. And and to not skew into the direction of I'm going to blow off work 4 days a week because I need to go play. But to figure out what this would look like to do with intentionality and significance to have that recurring reminder of life isn't just about 
being serious. It's not just about productivity. It's not just about efficiency. It's not just about multitasking. It's not just about, I can't afford to waste this five minutes, this half hour, this hour, this weekend. Mm -hmm. I mean, our weekend away, I could have finished building a cabinet in the house, right? And it's a cabinet that I've wanted to finish building for a while. And there was a piece of me that was irritated at times of the weekend because I wasn't at home working on the house. But I'm better for having been away. Yeah. Than had I just, you know, had a weekend where I just grind out some more work. That would have felt, you know, it would have felt like an accomplishment. It would have felt beneficial. It would have felt like another step on the road towards completion of this wonderful, you know, adventure that we've undertaken. But it wouldn't have been as restorative. And that's what I needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need the shift. We need the, the difference. We need uh, to get outside of the normal routine and do something that is not tied to whatever it is that we're normally getting validation out of. And that's mm-hmm. why for me, this, you know, this is not, uh, you know, working out. This is not going on a run. This is not yep. my weekly tennis doubles. This is not my round of golf. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, <clears throat> and all those things can be fun, but it's a different mindset, I think, for me of, I'm not really trying to get anything out of this time. Mm-hmm. So friends, I hope this was helpful. Um, I hope it was reorient- reorienting or at the least disruptive, um, maybe disruptive enough that you turned it off halfway through, in which case you're not hearing this now. So that's okay. Um, but if you made it all the way through to the end, um, you know, the same invitation to you that we've been extending to ourselves lately of recapturing the spirit of play uh, in whatever ways that that looks like where it's it's appropriate enough to be beneficial but it's disruptive enough to be beneficial um, organized if it needs to be organized but unscripted if it just needs to be authentic and impromptu um, and that may just be something to sit with and reflect on for a while it may be a conversation maybe a conversation with you and your friends it may be a conversation with you and your spouse Maybe a conversation with you and your kids, um, because I know sometimes, you know, and as I've seen our friends with their kids, sometimes kids are a great excuse for play mm-hmm. because they do it so naturally and so authentically that if you allow yourself to get sucked in, you know, there, there's time to teach. There's there's times to, to teach skill. There's times to teach, you know, correct process. Uh, there's times to teach appreciation for what the thing is supposed to look like. Um, but just knowing the times that I've gotten to play with your kids, Tom, or some of our other friends' kids when they come over to play on our farm, that if I just allow myself to get caught up in their fun, yeah, it's fun. And I laugh and it doesn't matter what we're doing. And I walk away going, I am so glad that that happened. Um, and it doesn't matter if something got broken and it doesn't matter if, you know, the, the clothes got a little dirty. It was just, it was worth it. 
because it was something that I needed that I had forgotten that I needed until that moment. And so whatever that looks like for you, whatever invitations are available with you and your world, uh, we would just ask that you take some time and, and consider it. But then not only just consider, but enter into it and see what comes from it. And so as always, um, so that this is never just a one-way conversation, come back and share the stories. Hit us up on Facebook on our community page. Uh, drop us a message through the website, through Instagram, through Twitter. Just let us know. Uh, let us know how play is going as a category with you and your loved ones, your family, your friends, uh, because we so clearly have so much to learn in this area ourselves uh, that we would probably really benefit uh, from whatever you're discovering as well. So thank you for being a part of this journey that we're on. And thank you for allowing us to be part of yours. And we'll see you all next time. Before you go, we just wanted to take a quick minute to thank you for being a part of the conversation and taking on this journey with us. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast app and throw us a like or write a review. All of that helps other people find our show. If you're looking for more, head over to our website, strong-towers.com, and sign up to receive notifications whenever we release new content. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at strong underscore towers. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, We Are Strong Towers, to keep the conversation going throughout the week. If you want to support the show, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash strongtowers for your chance to score some Strong Tower swag and get access to exclusive content. We appreciate y'all, and we'll see you back here real soon.